crap, now I need to go to the bathroom. Hmm. Well, now you're stuck because welcome to Comics Experiment. That is the intro right there. Have you go to the bathroom? <laughs> yeah. I had too much tea. And you know what's gonna be really fun about this episode of Comics Experiment? Yes. The weekly show that we put out over here on Comic Storian. And we stream it live every Thursday at, at twitch.tv slash eligiblemonster. And then it goes over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash eligiblemonster, where for only a dollar you get access to multiple podcasts and multiple early access and multiple projects that we're doing over there. Yes, you know what you, the, you, know what the you best definitely part? did mean to say patreon.com slash comicstorian. I did say that. You said eligible monster. Oh, yeah. patreon.com slash comicstorian. <laughs> but that doesn't matter, because here's the best part. You have to Pee, right? Yeah, and we're talking about Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, remember that time he made a tidal wave disappear? <laughs> or that time he went up a waterfall? Rob, just think and do me a favor. Just, just close your eyes for a moment. No, we're please gonna, we're gonna have a meditation don't do opening. it. Close don't my do eyes it. for a moment. Okay. okay. Don't do picture it. Picture rushing waters <sighs> over the waterfall. Picture the salmon leaping through as it splashes. Okay. Picture the tranquil nature of the water and how beautiful the ocean can be with Damn Aquaman. It. Gary gets to go to the bathroom. <laughs> we just put Gary Everyone's in the bathroom. I'm also, I'm also picturing how much I pee after a long night of drinking. <laughs> Rob in his mid-twenties, whole different beast. Yeah. So anyway, we, we are gonna to talk today about the feats of strength from Aquaman. Mm -hmm. um, it's going the feet. to the, the feats of strength. The strength of feet. The feet of strength. We're gonna talk about how strong his feet are. Yeah, Okay. he's got hobbit feet. Yes, we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about the new Lego DC Super Villains DLC, Aquaman, which I got to go see. Yeah. And I'm going to give you guys my opinion of the Aquaman movie, which I got to see, but I'm not allowed to review. That's what's happening on today's episode of the Comics Experiment. And you're going to watch Dan suffer. <laughs> yeah. You can't get up and go pee during the Not until we're done. Yeah. And this is going to be the longest episode we have ever created. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stand really still. So that Dylan can like cut my video portion and just repeat it while I go to the bathroom. Yeah, no, okay. As as one half of the comics experiment leadership, we are not pulling off speed uh, scenes. Speed scenes. Where they loop the video to trick the guy. Uh, what that's called? Like speed scenes. I don't know. That's what they. I just know that. I just know it as the thing they do in heist movies. I mean, I call it speed scenes. Yeah. Because it's like because I, I thought it was made famous from Speed. I'm sure it happened before Speed, but. Well, okay. So anyway, so anyway, yes. rushing waters, waterfalls. Yes. Uh, so just so you guys know, I want to explain before we go into this what a feat of strength is. Because not all of our viewers know what a feat of strength is. They don't mm -hmm. know what it is. I do want to state there is going to be an active attempt at not repeating a lot of the same stuff in our top 10 that just came out two days ago. Um, mm -hmm. But we are going to be talking probably about a couple of those to kind of get everyone's reactions, stuff along those lines. Yep. But so a feat of strength is considered something beyond the norm. Something yeah. that shows how strong the hero is, but you don't get to typically see it. Usually like their maximum ability. Yeah, you know, like, you know, yeah. like a lot of people like to use World War Hulk breaking the Eastern Seaboard potentially yeah. as yeah. a feat, feat of, of strength. Feat of strength yeah. Something only they can do. Yeah. Right, a lot of times feats of strength are brought up for the sake of like a character battle argument. The the power scaler community loves to use them. I'm yeah. not, I've bashed the power scaler Here's community. one instance where they did something cool, therefore we can use that, but not all the time, because sometimes that one thing they do disagrees with my point, <laughs> and so we have to kind of keep that in. Which is so why I'm not a fan exactly of Pizza Strength. I mean, case yeah. in point, there is one, one moment in the uh, Hulk run where he... Um, what was it? He uh, managed to grow gills, yeah. I think it was, because he was underwater oh, so long. Yeah. That was a Jason Aaron run. Oh my yeah. gosh. So that, I mean, that, that's a different debate, but I just wanted to clarify for people who don't, who aren't deep, deep into the comic book community. 
Um, feats of strength are typically used in arguments. That's kind of why they're collected. They're compiled on Reddits, and uh, a lot of people like to like they do deep research. Yeah, like like what you guys could you guys can usually find them in like respect threads. So yes, like, respect mm -hmm. Juggernaut, and then they'll show like all the things Juggernaut did. Like when yep. he was uh, when he was try on Juggernaut and punch the hole in the universe. Yeah, so, like, and, and we'll get like things that. like that. So he actually does that. Yeah, that's he goes to like hundred awesome. feet tall and like punches a hole in reality. It's pretty cool. Damn. Yeah, it's pretty badass. So that's what we're going to be doing today. But uh, I also want to talk briefly about the Aquaman movie. What I can say, uh, and I do want to talk about the DLC for the Lego Super Villain, Lego DC Super Villain game. <laughs> Why can I never say it right? It's not even that challenging. Yeah. No, Rob. It's kind of a mouthful. Just, yeah, I know you just, got footage mm -hmm. from it. Did you actually get to play it or just get footage from it? Just footage. Okay. Yeah. So. It's actually pretty cool. I want to talk about that real quick. And we're going to show some of the scenes right now mm. uh, about me playing it and going through it. Uh, the segment I got to play was the battle with Orm. Hmm. If you're showing the segments, can I run to the bathroom? No. Ah, son of a bitch. Because yeah. that'll be cheating. Yeah, man. Damn it. That's the perfect <laughs> So moment. it's the battle with Orm. So basically it introduces Aquaman in the, the battle. It's in an arena style thing. Now what I enjoyed about this DLC segment, because you and I played the entirety of LEGO DC Super Villains mm -hmm. here on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv. Yeah. Oh, uh, one quick second. Gary, do you mind getting us some bottles of water? <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Hey, let's do three of them and put them yeah. right in front of Dan. That'd right be great. Dan. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much, Gary. Um, so the Orm, the so basically uh, the way the game played out was it was fun. We yeah. could play through it, but it, it it was the same kind of content for the most part. Mm -hmm. The Orm battle is completely different from the rest of the Lego DC Supervillains game. See, I would think it would be like the battle from Throne of Atlantis, basically. I don't, I don't even know. I can't remember the battle they had on that one. Oh, that, that was what so they, they ended up fighting on the surface. It was basically, it was Thank kind you. of like a You're reworking wrong. of the Flashpoint battle. Yeah, well, no. Yeah. So what they did in this one was, they, you have a straightforward battle, which is what's in the game already. Yeah. Um, and then you got to like kind of finagle some things and blow up stuff next to Orm, which should be happening on the screen right now. Dylan okay. has footage to play with on this, provided I can find the card that I have. Because I was thinking about that yesterday. Kind of important Oh my that you god, do that. did you lose it? I didn't it? lose it. So what I did was I put the card into my sunglass container. And then sealed the sunglasses because we flew back at a weird hour, so I had no need for sunglasses. So I just didn't find those sunglasses. <laughs> so you've partially lost it. Partially. But it's a much larger container than they handed it to than me. Than the tiny yeah. little <laughs> memory card. Anyway, um, but what was cool about it, what I really enjoyed, was then Orm takes off and you chase him. And you have like a chase sequence hmm. kind of a thing going on. And while this is going on, Mera's like finagling behind the scenes. Now, I didn't get to play much else about the DLC. Mm-hmm. But I do want to say, and the reason why I wanted to bring it up in today's topic, is the DLC plays very closely to what happens in the movie. Not carbon copy, okay. but it, it was very close to what happened in the movie. Now, hmm. speaking about the Aquaman movie and Benny's early experience of it, um, I can give official review, I believe, the 10th or the 11th. I'm going to say, don't get yourself in trouble. Dude. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I think they, it's the, usually three The thing weeks. they said was, I can't talk about the cinematography, and I can't review it. Okay. Okay, so overall... Um, I can't give a score. That was the thing, which I loved okay. when I tweeted out. Like, I can't give you guys a review of it yet until the embargo lifts. Um, but I will say, I am going to go see the movie a second time, you know, because I want to. Uh, and then the response to that was like five people going, so what's the score? Yeah. <laughs> it seems like it's pretty epic in scale. Mm -hmm. it, 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 and, uh, there's nothing to really spoil if you know Aquaman. Okay? okay, that's the first thing I'm going to throw out there. So don't worry about spoilers. You don't have to stay off Twitter the day it comes out. Mm -hmm. okay. um, the movie itself, definitely, in my opinion, was... Uh, it's, it's a very solid superhero movie. Uh, very good superhero movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, I am going to see it a second time. 
I don't think I can say much else without getting in trouble without because yeah. like, then eventually yeah. because even eventually, that's slightly you start into, like, the plot in right. The if I start going into the plot and stuff like that, and towing I start, the line, and I give it like some like points, it's it's kind of towing the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will put it on an official review once the embargo is lifted. Yeah. Um. But I. But overall, the fact that I'm going to go see it a second time because we've yeah. seen movies like this before. Yeah. We don't go again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dan went to go see the Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, and I'm watching that a second time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm really excited to see it. So good. So I believe the embargo for everyone who's wondering who's watching this video because it's still going to be ahead of the embargo, as far as I know, is the 10th or the 11th. I'm going to verify which of those two dates, and yeah. that's when I'll put up my vlog review of the of the movie. Yeah, it's usually three weeks. I thought before the movie actually comes out, they're always different. Oh, hmm. yeah, it depends on how three-ish far. weeks. No, we'll some say. of them like embargoed right up to the moment it comes out. <laughs> yeah, like fan four stick. Yeah, within three weeks, which yeah. could be any time period. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Dan. Um, Fucking <laughs> so much right now. Yeah. Hey, let so, me know. Let me know when you're done drinking that, and I'll go ahead and fill your cup with some water. Oh no, you here. Go ahead and add to it. Let's just. Okay, here. Let's here. just get some swishy. Will you me I, no, over there, Dan? no. <laughs> I, I have had four cups of tea this morning. So really? and oh yeah. Okay, so, so you anyway, probably um, really have to pee. Oh right yeah, now. like no, I, really, I, I, really, really, I'm really like, bad. Don't think about it, Tan. Don't think about how bad you have to use the restroom. Yeah, don't, I'm like, trying. Don't, I'm don't, trying. don't think about how good it would be to go in the bathroom and pee right now. I hate you guys. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah. So the DLC came out, and they're doing a part one and a part two, which is kind of cool. Hmm. And it is tying directly into the movie, and it is the movie version of Aquaman. So that's kind of cool. cool. We're going to be doing it on our our big stream we're doing next week. We haven't planned the day out yet when this video goes up. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing a twelve hour stream to celebrate the two million subs hmm. on Comic Story and through YouTube. Twelve hour stream. Yeah. Jesus. You know what? We're you can do- fire me. <laughs> wow. This, he, no, this isn't going to happen. He made it. Ten minutes, Rob. Wow, that's a little shameful, Dan. It's five minutes longer than I thought. <laughs> it's a little disappointing. Uh, okay. Yeah, so we're gonna do a twelve-hour uh, stream coming up soon that, to celebrate the two million. Yeah. We thought about doing a two-hour stream to celebrate two million, but that would. Be, I would. Yeah, I would do twelve. Eh, yeah. yeah, well, it's a bigger deal. So yeah. we're gonna do play some of the Lego DC D- uh, DLC, Lego DC Supervillains next week. Uh, yeah. We're gonna be doing some of the podcasts live uh, once we work on the date. I was gonna check with you and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to be in YouTube, so these people don't get to see these things done live, typically. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, I get back on Sunday, and then after that, I don't leave again until the week of Christmas. Okay, so, yeah. yeah. So that, that's what we're looking at doing. We're going to play some games, play some Spider-Man, play some Lego DC. We're going to do all kinds of stuff in the big 12-hour stream. Yeah. Um, but we'll be playing the DLC there. The movie, like I said, I'll go see it again. But now I wanted, before we go into the feats, I wanted to talk about something else. Okay. Rob, you're the history guy. I'm going to throw something at you and see if you have this. Okay. Oh, uh, here we go. You can always tell Ron's nervous when he goes, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why do people think Aquaman is lame? Oh, because of the um, Super Friends show. That, that's primarily it, yeah. yeah. And the continued ridicule of the character. Yeah, like he rode, he rode a, uh, a seahorse and <laughs> talked to fish. Yeah. That's kind of the bane of his existence. That was, that was Aquaman. <laughs> now, having said that, casting Jason Momoa, who already looks badass, to play the role of the character who looks badass in the movie, I think will actually go a pretty long way towards changing the perception of Aquaman. Oh, yeah, and I think they've been doing a good job of that because in the comic book community, they've done a great job of that yeah. recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I've been a fan of Aquaman for a very long time, uh, since the, before. The only problem I have is that the, the rebellion in Atlantis just seems to be stretching on too long. Like, I was, I was, by the time it ended, I was ready for it to be done. 
Well, so. see, that's the only problem I have with Aquaman. It always kind of redoes that storyline over and over. Yeah, where he gets ousted as king. Yeah, oh, no, he's not the king anymore. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. That storyline constantly keeps happening. Yep. Which is why, like, kind of like what they've been doing with Rebirth, where it wasn't all about that. Yeah. And there was a lot of, like, exploration into the trench. There was a lot of exploration into Wrath. There was a lot of exploration into the underworld. Yeah. They were kind of just developing the story in the world of Aquaman even more. Corm Wrath was a cool character. Like, once they gave him that origin one-shot, mm-hmm. that was actually pretty cool. Except it the art of that Oh, uh, yeah, issue. it looked terrible. That art but they gave him a lot of, like, cool. character building. Yeah. And so on. But you're talking about going from the art from, like, the main Aquaman book to that. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a pretty it was, big change. Well, I mean, it was such a problem. drastic difference. Yeah. This is, I can never pronounce his name, but it's Steven, Steve, see if you can try that. It's... Steven Sedgwick. But he's got a J and it's not full Steven. It's STJ. Shevin. He's like Norwegian, Steven. I want to say. He, he is becoming very famous. He's got no, yeah, but the, but the, art, like the, the cover art mm. is the comic. Oh, yeah, no, this is the comic. Beautiful. This comic right here is actually a reason I grabbed this one to show you this. But that art is incredible. Yeah, it looks beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's gorgeous. And he's one of my favorite artists out there right now. And he doesn't get, I don't think he gets enough work. I don't know what the reason behind that is. He mm. is also doing his independent book, Sunstone. It may also, because I mean, his art style looks like it takes time. Uh, th- and that's what yeah. I think it is. It's like Esau Ribic. Like, it takes forever for him to make a book. Yeah. So, so, um, but Aquaman in general has has always been kind of an enjoyable book, but Rebirth has done a really good job of taking oh, yeah. him in a direction. Well, it took a little while. Like it was, it was for the first couple arcs, it didn't really have me, and then Dan Abnett came on and actually like yeah. blew it up. Yeah, the well, stuff Jeff Johns did a great job at the start of New Fifty Two. Yeah, with well, Throne of Atlantis and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But the they did have a weird lull. Yeah, nobody knew it. The problem is, and this this does tie into all this stuff. Jeff Johns is such a good writer. Anybody who seems to follow up him can't hit that level. Mm-mm. Yeah, well, because it's so, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, think it's, of, it's, what run have you thought of that the run got better when Jeff Johns left? I mean, I like Francis Manipool's Flash in New 52. That followed Jeff Johns' run at the end of, that's like, true. Going into New but, but Francis Manipool had the ability to do almost a reboot. Because yeah. of New 52. Mm-hmm. So he got to start Flash in the... Like, he didn't have to build off of what Jeff Johns did. He could start it over. Yeah. Well, Jeff Johns also wrote Avengers, which was not the best run ever. Um, well, Jeff Johns get, came into his own as the years went on, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Green... I mean, Robert Venditti's Green Lantern, I think, is about as good as Jeff Johns was. I, I think it got there, but it didn't start there. No, it didn't start. Mm-hmm. But Jeff Third Johns, Army and stuff like that just it didn't have the same level of epicness that I mean, Jeff, Jeff Johns' Johns' run didn't start all that great either. I mean, it, it was... It was like, no, but like, he was building. Like, he was building up like Green crazy. Lantern Rebirth was good. But then, like, it took a while to build up to Sinestro Core War. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of like, okay, so, like, what is, what's, what's the point of all this? Yeah. Then Sinestro Core War happens, then it just keeps on going. Yeah. So, yeah, then, then that's, that's, that's when it gets really cool. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, he got really good with Green Lantern pretty fast. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, you're right. I mean, this, his Flash run was really, really good. Um, yeah, I mean, there's no... And I feel That's like a happened, Dan Abnett has done an amazing job, but there was that weird part in the middle of after Throne of Atlantis and Jeff Johns left Aquaman that I don't remember even what happened. I will say... Because it just got very not interesting. I will say with Justice League, his Justice League run was really, really solid all the way through. Um, and then there was the Brian Hitch run, which was okay. And now Scott Snyder's run is really, really good. So aside from the Brian Hitch run, yeah. Scott Snyder's run is different, though. It's not the same as... Jeff no, Jones. it's kind it's of what makes it better. Yeah, yeah. it, it feels like it. different. It feels epic. It feels yeah. like it's on its own scale, and that's yeah. what I like about Scott Snyder's run right now. It's just as it's, much as I love Scott Snyder's writing, though. Sometimes I think with the Je- with Justice League run that he's doing right now, man, it just gets a little too big. Too big, yeah. Because you're and, just like, I. It's so hard. Like once it's done, you're like, okay, now I get what happened. But yeah. like when you're on issue four out of seven, 
You're like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, and it's, it's taken like four issues to pick back up with just with uh, Legion of Doom. Yeah, mm-hmm. because you get, you get Legion, you get Legion of Doom, and like, what is it? You get, you get issue it's, number five, and then it goes into eight. Then it goes to issue number eight with part two. Mm-hmm. Then it's like thirteen with yeah. part three, and it's like well, they're using it as breaks between what he's doing. Yeah, and it's, and like, it's, it's working, but yeah, it's it's one of it's kind of. You just got to see the whole picture with the with the Scott see, Snyder run. That's how I see. That's that's what I'm starting to learn with 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 a with an individual book by Scott Snyder like Batman. It's like okay, super good, easy to follow. Yeah. Like Justice League is like reading a Hickman story. Like none of the shit makes sense until you get to the end. Yeah. And then and then it makes perfect sense. And then the whole story is the most amazing thing you've ever read. Yeah. yeah. But when you were on like the issue before the last, you're just yeah. like, did it end? Did we... Yeah. You have to read the you whole. Remember? Thing that's remember? Started. I know we're way off topic right now, but that's that's typical for a comics experiment. If you are one yeah. of our first time viewers, you're talking about Avengers and New Avengers. No, no. I was gonna say. Oh. Remember when uh, Scott Snyder ended the Justice League six yeah. with the White Lantern symbol? Yes. And I hit you both up like, did it end? Was that the yeah. end? Yeah. I'm like, I guess... I guess and then I hit Scott Snyder. I'm like, did you just end the story? And yeah. he goes, no, 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 we got one more. <laughs> I was like, it like, feels like, like it's done. I'm confused if that's the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it feels like it's finished. Like, like I read I read Justice League issue number eight, and I was like, the, the one with like second part of Legion of Doom, and I'm like, okay, so it's like a quick little two-part story. Cool. You know? Nope, part three. <laughs> okay, man. So, but, yeah. but bringing yeah. this back, back to on, the Aquaman, back on Aquaman, yes. back on Aquaman. That's that's the that's the thing about Aquaman is the writing is so inconsistent. It'd be different if it was Superman, if it was Batman, if it was Wonder Woman. The writing's usually consistent across the board with how good they are. But Aquaman's kind of the character where it's like, all right, so we had this really good run by this good writer. Let's give him a reprieve for like two years. Yeah, and it's just like whoever whoever's available. Like like it's you have everybody who's assigned, and then like Aquaman gets written by whoever's left. Yeah. yeah, and that's and, and that's that's it, it's and it's been like that up until Dan Abnett, yeah. and then Dan Abnett, and then it's just like, damn, this is good, you know. But but I expected nothing less though, because Dan Abnett was a guy who built like the Marvel cosmic universe, like who who brought it all together. It's like Annihilation, Annihilation Conquest, War of Kings, Realm of Kings, all that kind of stuff. You take that guy and then you apply him to Aquaman, and it's like, what's well, going to be Aquaman world building? That's all that's going to be. Like as, as soon as it was announced, Dan Abnett was going to take over Aquaman. I was like, okay, so basically he's going to take all the stuff that's already there. He's going to consolidate it all and then probably add some new stuff to it. Mm-hmm. So like the Trident and like the spirits below, you know, where the, where the Trident is, like in the Great Vault or whatever it is. Yeah, like, yeah the if dark you don't, magic vault. Yeah, like if you don't know their names, they'll kill you. Like, I mean, it's just... That it's, was it's, cool. That yeah. was super cool. But like, see, that kind of thing is like, that's the kind of stuff Dan Abbott does. And so I'm like, okay. And, and it's turned out to be an amazing run. Um, it's, but like I said, I mean, the, the only issue that I have is... When Dan Abnett was writing like Annihilation, Annihilation Conquest, and like Quasar, and then like Star Lord, like when he was writing all those different things, then and it was all going towards like a particular set of events. Then I was like, okay, that all works because it's consolidating the entirety of like the Marvel universe beyond Earth down into like a singular linear line of stories. With Aquaman, it's not that way. No. And you can't really write that way with Aquaman and then keep people's interest because then it just mm-hmm. goes on for too long. Yeah. So let me ask you this, because this this actually goes into this. So Aquaman is known as being the joke of the Justice League, yeah. Yeah. and they've tried, they've done, they've done a great job of revitalizing him. But people still see him as the joke. Mm-hmm. And DC doesn't help when they do things like the Robot Chicken special, and they just make him yeah. the guy with the fish. The guy but, with the fish, <laughs> um, Robot Chicken. Do you uh, think that Aquaman and Mara would do better? And it seems like they're kind of going that direction recently. If they were just kind of separate from the rest of the DC universe. Yes, absolutely. Just let them explore the kingdoms, Atlantis, Dude, okay. the French. No, that's one thing, you know, that's one thing I love. Because Dan's been like really yeah. caught up on Aquaman. Yes. Do you feel the DC universe hinders Aquaman? Yes, and yeah. I think that's the biggest reason they've started making Mera more important. Exactly. And the reason why she is now in the Justice League is it kind of gives you... It allows you to reset kind of the water-based superhero. 
Yeah. And I think swapping it out for Mara kind of nullifies all those uh, jokes about, oh, he can only talk to fish, he can only do this. And I think some they're going to do something with him wherever he is right now yeah. to try and revitalize the character so that when they bring him back, it's like, oh, crap, like, Aquaman's a big deal now. Yeah, he's like free-floating in the dark multiverse or something. something. We don't, he's yeah. on some shore. We just know he's yeah. alive is where we got it left with. Yeah. yeah. But see, no, no, dude, I agree with that 100%. That's why, like, making Mera the queen of Atlantis yes. was a genius idea because, like, for years and years and years, it's just been like, well, Mera, she's the one everybody hates because she's mm-hmm. from, like, a prison inside the, the, the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. You know, and, like, and she comes from there and so, like, people hate her because of that. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you know, but and, and it's cool because then you have, like, the sisterhood who were just like, we're going to put her up as the queen, which was, um, that was so amazing. Yeah, yeah. But, like, having her become queen frees up Aquaman, so you don't have to worry about, like, the drowned, con- or the, the whole, like, drowned Earth conflicting with him. It's like, man, like, I've got to stop, you know, the dark multiverse gods from, you know, like, conquering Earth, but, like, I've also got to be king, too. Right. Like, you don't have to, you don't have to worry about all that kind of stuff, so that's, that's really cool. No, I agree with that. I, I think that, that, I think that having Aquaman be king of Atlantis and be on the Justice League ran its course decades ago. Yeah. And I think that, that it slows him down. And I think it, it gets in the way of things. And I, I think that what Drowned Earth shows is that if you remove him from king and you have somebody else take his place yeah. so, that, so that Atlantis is, is governed, you know, and then you let Aquaman just go and do his thing, he gets cool. Yeah. It gets really, really cool. I think part of the problem with him in the Justice League is when you remove him from water, he's still an awesome superhero. He's still bulletproof. He's still super strong. He has all these capabilities, but he's overshadowed because now you have Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman. So yeah. the yeah. intelligence is covered by Batman, the strength is covered by Superman, yeah. and the more athletic, kind of like crazy or bulletproof thing, that's Wonder Woman. Yeah. yeah. So then you just have Aquaman you there. He's a well. jack of all trades, master of none when he's with the Justice when, Yeah, exactly. But yeah. when he's by himself, he gets to really excel. He gets to yeah. really be amazing. That's the, that's the problem he had. Because see, they, they had that problem forever with Martian Manhunter. Because Martian yeah. Manhunter was originally a stand-in for Superman. Because yeah. DC didn't want to overexpose. So they're like, well, put him on the Justice League and Superman will just appear every so often. And then Superman was popular enough where they're like, okay, we don't have to worry about overexposure. So they're like, put him on the Justice League and then Martian Manhunter got backup stories in House of Mystery and shit. Well, and so and they, like, they, also don't, they also do a bad job with Martian Manhunter because Martian Manhunter at least has powers that make him separate, shape-changing and things like that. Yeah. But they're like, but... He's as strong as Superman, so just make him a Martian version of Superman. But that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, the way they got around that was, well, he's got telepathy, so like, he's the guy that links the team when like, shit's popping off. Yeah. yeah. You know, like the Earth's under attack, so like, I'll do the telepathic link. And it's like the one useful thing he does that makes him different from Superman. And then Cyborg and so, was like, ah, oh, crap, that was my job to <laughs> yeah, that was, the information that was, that of people. Ah, oh, come on, now, man. I'll just guard the watchtower. You know, no, no, no. And, now they're like, yeah, okay, they fi- they you go this. to the ghost center. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. They fit, did you, have you been reading Odyssey? Uh, absolutely not. Oh. It's amazing. Yeah, it actually is, is it? really good. And they is fix it? Cyborg by just taking him off the Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> Genius like, idea. He's, he's got his here. own team. Put it in the middle. That's what I want. <clears throat> wow. Oh, okay. So that's what came in. No, not right now. That's Ben oh, okay. upstairs. I meant to bring it down for our discussion today. Oh, okay. And I'm messing with Gary because he positioned everything perfectly, and now mm-hmm. he's like... Yeah, and yeah, Gary screwed up. But no, that, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, Martian Manhunter was kind of like, okay, you know, so it's like, okay, he's a telepathic guy. He's like, oh, don't bring me fire. <laughs> Whatever. Because, but, but with Aquaman, they have yet to find that. Like, what's the useful thing Aquaman can contribute to the Justice League mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with Atlantis? Yeah. So unless he's, like, calling in, you know, reinforcements with fish and, like, giant sea monsters and stuff, then, like... He's just a guy who's there. Yeah, if they're not yeah. near water, yeah. he has no use. He's, yeah, he's got, he's got no real use. So they're going to have to add a power to him or change one of his powers up or do something to make him unique in that regard. I think they're so. going to... I think they're going to try and emphasize on the... Like, he now has the, like, source of light 
kind of in him because that's how he defeated the Death Kraken. Yeah. yeah and I, I want to see more of the Death Kraken. Yeah, I man. think they're going to use that to kind of try and go, hey, he's a lot cooler. Because that was the other thing about Mera was she was a better version of Aquaman because of her uh, aqua She controls water. Exactly. Yeah. And it was like, to the yeah. point that when she fights against the Justice League, she pretty much wipes them all out. Dude, she that was the coolest thing. Wave. She's just like, boom, yeah. and like bring, brings all that water up. Yeah, that was that was pretty beast. Um, yeah, no, man, uh, dude, that's that is interesting. Mirror's more interesting with Aquaman than Aquaman. Yeah. But, well, uh, it's funny because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil what happened in the movie, but because this is easy for me to say because it was me and Natalie while the movie was playing. Mm-hmm. Movie's playing. Mirror comes on the screen. Natalie doesn't know who Mirror is, and I just lean over and I'm like. Honestly, Mera's kind of cooler than Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mera does Mera stuff. That, that's not a spoiler. And it makes her cool with an Aquaman. And Natalie's like, wow! <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, she is, she is, like, that is pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean... We're all being super loud today. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I feel like we're all just like... We're just so excited about Everybody's Aquaman. You know, it, you know what it is? I can tell you exactly why we're so much exci- more excited today. One, we haven't done a podcast on Thursdays in literally three weeks. Yeah. We yes. haven't been here. Two, Rob's just so excited to be hanging out back at the, on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that he's just like, we're all here. Dan's just like, I don't even know what to do. Well, I'm, no, I I'm, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm just like, okay, I have to get louder if I need to get a word in. <laughs> no, I'm excited because I'm going to see my girl tomorrow. So, yeah. Well, but you're you excited in general. Like, you're excitable today is what I'm saying. And you're excited, oh, yeah. which is making me excitable, which is making him excitable. Yeah. It's yeah. contagious. I'm also excited for, uh, for Panera. <laughs> bacon macaroni and cheese and a, and a grilled cheese sandwich Ugh. but um okay yeah so Aquaman um so here so here's so now we've kind of go over that what I yeah. wanted to do is now go over his feats of strength yeah. yes and then how can we make Aquaman if we were in typical theory crafting fashion after hearing his feats of strength we were handed Aquaman I kind of have one Okay. Yeah, well, you want to do it before I go over the feats of strength? Well, actually, I was thinking about it. They've never, or at least as far as I've read of Aquaman, made a story where they're on land and Aquaman becomes very important because it's raining. Hmm. Didn't that happen at Throne of Atlantis, actually? Was it Throne of Atlantis? No, I that was remember. a tidal wave. Never yeah, mind. I can't remember <laughs> if it's ever actually happened, but I feel like that would be a way to use him on land and have him get a lot more powerful and actually matter and... Compared like to everyone rain else. and stuff See, like that. Okay, or like, just, I don't know. I don't know. Just rain with it. I was actually thinking of One Punch Man with the oh, uh, wow. Aqua guy. Aquaman! Where he. I think it'd be funny. That'd be the coolest intro ever! Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I figured I'd say it now before I forgot when we actually got to that portion. So, feats of strength. Feats yeah, of strength. strength. In the new 52, Aquaman lifted a building. Oh, pre new 52 Aquaman. He lifted a building. It was much harder underwater because it moved against the pressure of the water, and he lifts the building, but uh, but also countless tons of water pressure above him. So it's a yeah, sunken it's, building, and he lifts the whole thing out of the water. But it's also like, I mean, you got buoyancy in water, so... <laughs> that's that's yeah, one you, of those are you ones... Are going to discount all of his feats of strength? No, 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 I'm just saying. <laughs> no, like, you're fine to do that. This is going to be funny. The problem with feats of strength like that is it's like you have to understand... The physics behind moving things in very pressurized water when you're yeah. very low. Because if not, you're like, wow, he, he lifted something in water. Yeah. That's cool, man. Like, I do that all the time. They're called dishes. Yeah. Like, Congratulations, Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> you lifted a giant dish. <laughs> um, they have him listed as New 52 Aquaman, stood head on, taking a truck, hit it with a trident, lifted the whole truck up as it was speeding at him. Huh. 
That's kind of cool. See, okay, but see, I think about that. I think about him fighting Superman. It doesn't seem like such a feat of strength. No, because yeah. Superman just goes, I'm going to stand here. <laughs> well, then he, <laughs> no, no, and then no, it no, just crushes and flips over yeah, Superman because he's standing there. No, Aquaman beat the hell out of Superman, though. Yeah. Um, he lifted, new the juice Aquaman, lifted a cruise ship out of the water, which... Uh, that I remember. That, that, that cool. can yes. weigh over 100,000 tons. Yeah. That one's pretty cool. Yeah, that, I remember that. that was I think, cool. Yeah, I think I remember that one. Uh, I liked that. He lifted up a nuclear submarine that is listed as weighing over 50. Okay, okay how many that's... of these are going to be him lifting something? Okay, but, okay, but that, that, <laughs> always, that always happens. That's the mainstay of him because in his first appearance, he lifted a submarine out of the water. So yeah. that's that's the... Oh, these were his strength feats. But it's also that, lifting that things out of water. No, that was Superman. That was the strength feats. So now we're at speed feats. Oh, now we're on speed feet. So now yeah. he's going to go fast in water. He's, dude, he's actually ridiculously fast in water. Yeah, he is. Yeah, um, apparently, New 52, a pre-52 Aquaman swam so fast he got the bends. 10,000 feet per second. That's, jeez. Wow. He gave himself the bends. Yeah. Can I just say right now, jeez. since we're on this, how cool would it be if Aquaman was in water or just touching water and went so fast that he started slightly accessing the speed force? That I think Superman done that, but he can't get into it, but he can see it or something like that. I think he's gone fast enough that he can he, he can acknowledge his existence, mm -hmm. but he can't like manipulate or do anything with it. Yeah. He's not the flash. It'd be kind of cool though if Aquaman has the water speed force. Yeah. Huh. Be cool. I guess. Um, New 52, uh, New 52 Aquaman is not only fast in water, but he's apparently able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. In water. <laughs> no, he was talking huh. to the cop and he just jumps up to a building and then jumps off. Huh. Okay. So, so I need to see your ID? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> um, while blind, his reflexes are still incredible. Deathstroke is a character who frequently tags the Flash, yet blind Aquaman was able to tag Deathstroke easily. Wow. Huh. And Aquaman is unfazed by any of Slade's hits. This is durability against speed feet. Hmm. Yeah, I believe okay. that though. Yeah. You're talking about durability that's on par with Superman. Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah, I believe that. Yeah. So that leads into durability feats. New 52 Aquaman can swim in lava. Oh, that's yeah. cool. That I didn't lava. know. That's pretty badass. Yeah, actually. okay. Dude, I would do that. Like, I'm like, man, today is a nice day for a dip in lava. <laughs> I'm going to go. Like, I could see it. Like, you have like a diving board set up, you know? It's his version of a hot tub. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go to the hot springs in the volcano. <laughs> Apparently, the other Atlanteans in the scene needed special suits to do it. Huh. So that actually it. makes it a lot cooler, too. I would say that's his human Atlantean hybrid physiology, but like, I mean, it's not like humans are immune to lava. Right. You know, so. Bullet. <laughs> You're not? I was yeah. going to go there later. <laughs> you brought, let's test that theory. I'm going to bring it to a volcanic <laughs> a volcanic, a volcano. Volcano. <laughs> volcano. A volcanic no. And uh, we're going to jump in the lava. You go first. Let me know how it feels. Yeah. Just dip your toe in. No, I'm good. Um, <laughs> New 52 Aquaman. Place. Bullets only made him pissed. Uh, it drew blood, but it did all ricochet off. Bullets drew blood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the she scene shows it hitting above his eye and a little blood trickle coming down. Huh. Mm -hmm. I didn't that, know he was that. That just made him mad. That just sounds like inconsistency in terms of invulnerable, like durability. I mean, how are, yeah. how do you, how is it you're able, your, your body can withstand temperatures hot enough to melt rock, <laughs> but bullets will cause yeah. damage to you. But it's like Wonder Woman. Like, you, you read one story by Grant Morrison, Wonder Woman can be shot. You read another story by whoever, and like she's invulnerable to bullets. Yeah, mm -hmm. so. and then you read another one, and she can just ricochet them all. Yeah, yeah. Because everyone's shooting at her boobs, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Have you <laughs> seen that comic? Yeah. <laughs> like jiggling. Superman's like, "Why do you always reflect that? You're always immune." They start like jiggling her boobs, and she's like, 
Yeah, okay. I understand why you keep doing this. <laughs> I have not I seen need that. to show you that. Yeah, I need I'm to see I'm going to find it while you go through <laughs> um, Skills. Aquaman's skill in hand-to-hand combat is quite impressive. Pre-New 52, Aquaman was able to show Superboy that he's not a fish man, and he's even he basically schooled Superboy, it looks like. Huh. Huh. Connor Kemp. I believe that. Yeah. Telekinesis telepathy. Taking out a Martian. This feat is overused, but Hold it's on, he's got Hold telepathy? on, telepathy beyond fish? Yeah, apparently. Huh. huh. To, like, anyone, or just, like... Atlanteans. Apparently, he was able to use it to um, to disable a Martian. That sounds almost like hijacking the Martian's telepathy. Yeah. Well, it says here <laughs> even that the feed is overused, but it's enormous. Ter- it's enormous in terms of power. Hmm. Uh, it's a Martian that he drops. Huh. Huh. I didn't know that was possible. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know he had tele- telepathy. Aquaman also has badass telekinetic wave entrance. Huh. He just made like a tidal wave because of the, the fish. He made the fish. I mean, I would what do that. If, if I were him, yeah, if I were making an appearance, like I would just ride a tidal wave in. Like it just sets me down. I'm just like. While riding a shark as a surfboard. Oh my God. Gotta make that'd it be cool. so beast. Yeah. Like, um, New 52 shark. Aquaman doesn't talk to fish, controls them, which means they establish an issue one. They, yeah, yeah, they establish that with. Yeah, he's, yeah that, that's the funniest thing because like, he goes into a restaurant. And they're like, don't you talk to fish? And he's like, no, like I subtly influence them. It's like, okay, so you communicate with fish. Yeah. You talk to fish. Yeah, I hear you talk to fish. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that guy was giving him shit. <laughs> oh, um, man. He's like, aren't you mad about us eating your food? Like, like no, no. They ask him, they're like, they're like, how could you be Aquaman and eat seafood? That's what it was. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're like, how do you do that? You know? And he's like, I mean, they're not my friends. <laughs> You're not eating my friends. <laughs> uh, and apparently in classic Golden Age, he had a sidekick named Topo that mm-hmm. was an octopus that could perform multiple instruments simultaneously. Yeah, I remember, I remember reading about that. Did you that say multiple instruments? Yeah, look, he's yeah. playing a, a piano, a xylophone, a How banjo. is this a feat of strength? <laughs> I mean, Can you do that? No, but technically he's not really even doing anything. Well, it's all he, the octopus. <laughs> it takes a lot of character strength to call yourself a superhero. Having a sidekick like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. You know, Batman's got Robin. Superman had Supergirl. Wonder Woman had her younger self. Wonder Girl. (laughs) Donna Troy. And uh, yeah, Aquaman had a. And then Cassie Lang. Was it Cassie Lang? No, that's uh, Scott Lang. You're thinking of Cassie Sandsmark. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I know there's a Cassie in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's the blonde Wonder Girl. (laughs) Who currently apparently doesn't exist in anything. I've not. We haven't seen her since. No, no, no. Cassie Sandsmark exists in the future. No, but I'm saying she's not in any current comic at the moment. She's not in Rebirth. She we haven't seen her since New Fifty Two Teen Titans ended. I think. No, no, no. She was in. Um, she was in which? What was the story? She was in the Super Sun story. It's her, Connor Kent, and uh, somebody else. Oh yeah, yeah. She came back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She was. was I don't remember that one. Or Impulse. It was Impulse. Bart Allen. Impulse. That's who it was. Yeah. 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 She was. She was part of the Legion. It wasn't Super Sons. It was. No, it was Super Sense. Yeah, it was in the original. No, what did that, I think that happened in Superman. No, no, no. It was where, Connor lo- Con- where, where John lost control. Oh, Super Sons of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the name of the story. That was, that was, was the yeah. Super Sons Teen Titans is what that was. Yeah. Oh, okay. so she was a part of the team that comes back from the future. Yeah, from yeah. the future, yeah. She's basically the but that is the last we've seen okay. of her. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Super Sons of Tomorrow. Was that in Super Sons or was that in Superman? No, that was, that, was, that was Super Sons and Teen Titans, I think. And Superman. It was on all three of them. Oh, was it? Because the one where Superman actually has to get involved, it was in Superman, when they actually oh, okay. go to the Fortress of Solitude. Because that's the one where Tim was going crazy, and that was yeah. the return of evil Batman Tim, and like I think the death of evil Batman Tim. Uh, yeah, they referenced that in Detective, or Batman. Uh, yeah, Detective, they referenced that. But. 
It crossed mm -hmm. over more than just Teen Titans and Super Sons. That's all I remember. I thought it did, but okay, yeah, maybe it didn't. I don't know. I don't know. It was a while ago now. <laughs> yeah, Tevia, our, yeah, Tevia our Super will Sons let us expert, know. says it was in all three. It was okay. in all three. I will not debate with Tevia when it comes to the no, Super Yeah. The hipster. The, what? Are we just letting Rob do an evil stare? Okay, so Tevye, knowing all of this about Tevye, Super Sons. is like the hipster comic book fan. Like, I only like old school things. Well, uh, hold on, hold on. Rob, I'm giving you a challenge now for your theory crafting. Oh, man. You have to give Wait, are read. we done with all of them? That was the big, big feat. So they're just the big ones. They don't, they don't double down a lot. Of they, don't, they, don't, they don't have the one where like he beat the hell out of Superman at the beginning of Rebirth. No, but that's I kind of talk a big about that in our badass thing. <laughs> oh, okay. So we basically went through this list and verified the fact that he's not that impressive or interesting <laughs> to read. Well, okay. So Rob, I need you to give me. He's on the island, so you can do anything with him at this point, Aquaman. Okay. okay. He's in the dark multiverse. He could be in the. We don't know where. He could be in the Bermuda Triangle. We don't know. But here's the challenge. You have to incorporate Topo, the octopus sidekick that plays multiple oh instruments. Oh, can I? Wait, can I? Okay, okay. Oh, damn. <laughs> Topo. Topo's captured. Okay. You know, and, and tranquilized. Doesn't have a chance to send a signal out to Aquaman until he's woken up. Is he woke? He's woke. <laughs> It's lit. Right. Oh, man. Uh, is, that, is that the word? Lit? Yes. Whatever, whatever word you young people use in relation to you things that are You awesome. young people. So, yeah. Young yeah. people. In relation to things that are cool. Apparently, lit, in, Rob, in, in the terms of age with Rob, Rob being 34 means that he's pretty much done all of his living. Yeah. At 40, he'll be dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm done with it all. Yeah. It's been real. Uh, <laughs> it was a fun ride. That, that <laughs> took a dark turn, dude. Yeah, jeez, guys. <laughs> got really dark really fast. Um... Okay. You know, just as a fun side note real quick, uh, with the, um, when I was 21, I used to say that when I was 30, I was going to end my life by getting into a biplane, going straight up, and then coming down to a giant bullseye to see if I can hit the middle. <laughs> How did this get so dark? Wow. So it's basically like every Superman ride at a theme park. <laughs> where you go up and then... Um. No, but I was going to crash it into the bullseye. I don't know where I was going to get a giant bullseye and a biplane, but... If you find one, let me know. <laughs> I kind of want to do you that You just too. see me and Rob in a biplane. Yeah. All right, Chum, where are we going? Yeah, we're going right there under the ground. <laughs> Look at that bullseye down there. Oh, God. Um, yeah, so Topo wakes up in a restaurant. <laughs> wait, wait, is that wait, the story? Is it a sushi place? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Topo gets, gets cooked and eaten. And the last message he sends out to Aquaman is, is I love you, friend, but this is... They're going to cook and they're going to eat me. And Aquaman's just like, What? And like races over to Topo only to see that he's being consumed by people in a restaurant somewhere. Jesus. Now normally they would just be like, okay, you know, at least my friend satisfied them. But like Aquaman's pissed. So he sends out a telepathic message to like sea creatures all over the universe. All right. Planets that are just like covered with water. Like it literally leads like a universal force of sea creatures against Earth. Now, how these sea creatures are able to leave their planet and arrive on Earth, fly through the vacuum of space, don't know. Hashtag comic logic. But they, get, <laughs> but they are here now, and Aquaman uses them to launch an attack on Earth. And, uh, and Superman's like, dude, why are you doing this? He's like, because they ate, because you guys ate Topo. So you're writing an Aquaman Black Label story. Yeah. Elseworlds, Chronicles of the World, we're done. Yeah, just think like Dark, like, like Dark Knight's metal, except it's like Aquaman metal. That sounds partially like a Teen Titans Go episode. Really? Where they eat Aqualad's uh, 
Wait, they do? Father that was a shrimp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, this is why this is why Teen Titans Go is better than Teen Titans. What? <laughs> they ate it. What did Aqualad do? I he was just like really sad and he was like, How dare you guys eat my father? <laughs> and and I, I mean he didn't go on a killing rampage because you know, Teen Titans Go. But yeah, no, they definitely Dude, teen, ate. See, his... that's that's why Teen Titans Go was better than Teen Titans. Because they'll eat the dad of Aqualad? Yeah. That's kind of cool. His dad's a shrimp and they ate him. All right, Dan, you had something you wanted to give us. Yes, uh, so when he actually flies through the Death Kraken, he doesn't actually kill it. He reduces its size, so once he wakes up as he's on this island, he wakes up and there's a miniature Death Kraken next to him. And in order to communicate to this version of the Death Kraken, he actually has to start playing an instrument. And so the Death Kraken learns how to play instruments, so they actually play med- melodies to each other so they have these conversations. That's actually kind of cool. And Death Kraken becomes the new Topo. Wow. Dan took current logic. Through the power of music. So you I would reinvent him by just going further into the... Because tr- you know what we've never hold really on, done? Hold on, hold on. Are we reinventing Topo? No, no, no. We're reinventing the ringing back Aquaman. Like we, the, oh. He's on the island. They have no writer. DC just hired us to take over. Oh. Yeah. And then you just made him attack Earth. I mean, yeah, I still would, but like, no, no, like, no, it would be him and Topo attacking Earth together. Oh. Yeah, that'd be cool. He would so, somehow grow Topo's size to the size of what Starro was at one point. That would be so beast. Just I, this I just want to giant, say, this giant octopus Jaro. just like descending. Playing the oh, violin. Jaro, Jaro is cool. Jaro is, cool. Jaro. Jaro is the best, one of my favorite and I love new how characters. Batman treats him like, like, when like <clears throat> Batman, are you okay? The watchtower's down, but me and Jaro got out. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh yeah, Jaro! Yeah, he's like, like, I can imagine like Batman's running through, he's like, wait, I forgot Jaro. <laughs> I can't forget him. <laughs> like, it's like he's Batman's pet dog. Yeah, Karen Jaro. <laughs> uh, so I would take Aquaman, I would take him where he has to go and finally, because as far as I know, we've never really explored much of the trench. It's been kind of invented and stuff like that recently. Yeah. I want a storyline that really revolves around the trench and the other universes and things like that that are all tied in. Because we had a storyline where he found his mother in this other universe. We've had a storyline where they went and battled the trench. And I want to see more of that. Yeah. Because I feel like that's kind of, that's a cool aspect to bring in. But the trench also has Topo. And they're going to dine on Topo. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. They're going to eat him. They're going to eat him. Yeah. So that's why Aquaman initially goes in and Topo's like, friend, I've been here the whole time. I've just been fending off against all of these with my music. You know what they should do? They should, they should, you should do the thing where like, because there's, there's a restaurant where they serve like, they serve squid or octopus or something like that. And when you pour soy sauce on it, like it start like the nerves start reacting. And they should do that with like Topo. We're like, as Aquaman walks in, like they're pouring soy sauce on him and like his little flippers are going. You know, it's like, what are you doing? You're eating him alive. Like, no, he's oh dead. I promise you he's dead. Those are just the nerves. Don't acting. worry, we killed your friend. It's yeah. okay. Yeah, Why does Rob alive. keep wanting to eat Topo? I know Dude, grilled octopus is Are you good. hungry? Octo- yeah, I'm, I am hungry. An octopus, <laughs> an octopus is delicious, and I feel like Topo would taste especially delicious. Yeah. Grilled octopus is good, man. So I think we're going to end our, our Aquaman-themed episode on that note. <laughs> uh, that if Rob would Topo. eat Aquaman. Oh, Aquaman. I mean, with tartar sauce. And vinegar. Would that be considered cannibalism or eating seafood? Eating seafood. You just dip it. Like, I would, okay, I used to work at Long John Silver's. Do you think he'd be considered shellfish? No. You don't think so? No, he'd just be like, it'd just be like regular. See, okay, I used to work at Long John Silver's. So, like, I would dip him in batter. Like, like cut off a hand, dip him in batter. I think you just gave me the name of this video. Rob will eat Aquaman. Oh, I would, I would definitely do it. 
Yeah. Could you eat Aquaman? Some lemon, Could some you? vinegar, some tartar sauce on the side. Oh my God. Some cocktail sauce for his fingers. <laughs> Instead of an apple in his mouth, he's got like an oyster. Oh yeah. Yeah. So thank you for watching Comics Oh no, you know what we would have to do? We have to do it like we did at Legal Seafoods with a three pound stuffed lobster tail. So you're gonna stuff Aquaman? Yeah. The, you the, stuff him with Topo. 200, <laughs> 224 pounds stuffed Aquaman oh stuffed with Topo. God. Yeah. It'd be delicious. This is the craziest ending of an episode. A Topo chopped salad. No, okay. <laughs> if you're eating Aquaman, you can't draw the line of Mara because she's hot. No, 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 I don't care about that. Like, <laughs> she'd have to be a garnish. Oh, oh, we'll make this even better. You make, you make Topo and Aquaman into sushi and you eat them off of Mara. <laughs> thank man. you for watching the comics <laughs> experiment this week where it took one hell of a dark turn at the end it really Jesus. did it uh, really did if you enjoyed this you can go find uh, you can subscribe right here at Comic Storian to watch this every week here on Saturdays you can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud and if you enjoyed it please consider giving us a high rating because we do really appreciate those if you're watching this live here on twitch.tv slash eligible monster we film these every Thursday where we normally talk about I guess eating Aquaman yeah. and other things related to various movies and topics that are coming around. Um, and you can also find us over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash comicstorian, where along with uh, <laughs> where for only a dollar you get this early along with various other content that we produce, such as Conspiracy Cast and Three Beers and a Topic and uh, the Gaming Podcast and CTV and stuff like that. So you can get all of that over on our Patreon. And we really do appreciate everyone for supporting us in everything that is happening. If you want to get more Rob, find him over at Comics Explained or on his Twitter at Comics Explained. If you want to get more Dan, you can find him over at Danty Producer on Twitter or at Silo91 here on uh, Twitch. And if you want more of me, well, you're watching this at all of my sources. So I hope you stick around and follow us on Twitch and go to the Patreon and subscribe on on on, on the YouTube's and and you you can go to like. Going down to the, the hot dog stand at the end of the street. Uh, Dan and I work there on Saturdays. We sell New York style hot dogs. Um, he, he likes his with relish. I like mine with hot mustard. You decide what's better. Let us know in the comments down below. That's what I'm making for dinner tonight hot dogs. <laughs>